Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Junks. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Later in the hour, you'll have a chance to win tickets to see Luke Bryan. So keep listening for that. We'll do that at 945. But right now, we're joined on the BetQL guest hotline by Jeff Miller. He was a crime scene detective and forensic analyst with expertise expertise in death investigations, criminal profiling, and hostage negotiation. Mm. For 27 years, he was a police officer and detective with the Fairfax County Police Department. His new book is A Life of Death, The True Story of a crime scene detective, and he joins us this morning. You never know who's going to be listening to the junks, because Jeff, and good morning, is a longtime junks P1. believe he's been listening for 20-plus years. I feel like we're kind of, like, huge with cops. Huge. Maybe. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I've been listening to you guys since, uh, uh, man, for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I used to drive past your studio every morning when I was on my way to headquarters. Right. So, uh... You know, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. As an aside, my dad, way back in the 60s, he had a morning drive show in Fort Collins in Grand Junction, Colorado. Oh, very good. Wow. Radio runs in your family. So how, when yeah, it, sort of. So this book is largely about a lot of your crime scene investigations and everything, right? And solving yeah. a lot of these crimes. Um how long did it take you, like, from when you, like, graduated from police academy or whatever to get into detective work? Or is that something you did right away? But what was the process? Yeah, when I was in the uh, police academy, or, and even before then, I was kind of a science nerd. Uh-huh. And so when I was in the police academy, during the course of, you know, that training period, you get a lot of uh, forensic science-related classes. And because I was into science, I started to realize, you know, if this is the career path I want to take, I'm really interested in this. I might want to really do this. And so I worked patrol for eight years. And during that time, you know, you work burglaries and car accidents and you work in uh, radar and all that sort of stuff. But I was starting radar. to hone Ugh. my, I was starting to hone my, my forensic skills. I got really good with the camera. I started learning about how to process a scene and collect fingerprints. And so there comes, a, there came a time that there was an opening in the ID section. Now, Fairfax is, back then, it was a really big police department, really big police department, and we had five officers whose job was to be crime scene detectives. Right. And there was an opening in that, that section. I applied for it, and I got accepted, and I wasn't in the office 20 minutes, and I realized I did not want to do anything else for the rest of my career. This was the absolute greatest job in all of police work. And I just loved every minute of it. Jeff, and I learned. I'm sorry to ahead. interrupt. Is there like a weeding out process though, when it comes to working crime scenes and forensics where some cops are just, 
They don't want to deal with like the, the the grisly details of being at a crime scene and the, and the blood and the gore. Is that something that ever affected you, or like you said, you just kind of took to it pretty naturally? Yes, yeah, sure. There's there's some cops who don't want to do that kind of stuff because it is grisly. It smells god awful. You see terrible things, and some people just don't want to get involved in that kind of stuff. I saw that, and I just thought it was incredibly fascinating. Because on occasion, you would have a case where you have a dead person, and there's nobody to talk to. There's no witnesses. There's no next of kin there. There's, there's no one for the homicide detective to speak to. And so, you know, when you walk into the room and that's the case, people all turn and look at the crime scene detective and go, all right, buddy, you know, it's all yours. Hmm. Solve this case. And when that happened, especially if it was a murder, I just loved that. It was like... It was like being in the spotlight. It was like being a, a, in a Super Bowl because you know, the whole case was going to rely on you. You're going to have to decipher and collect and properly analyze all of this forensic information and then present it to the prosecutor. The prosecutor would then put his case on in court, and then you would have to testify to it in court. And then you would have to convince 12 jurors that, hey, all of this information that I collected at the scene indicates that the defendant – is responsible for this murder. And that was that was the absolute best part of the job. It was just so rewarding and so much fun. Talking to Jeffrey Miller, he's got a book out called A Life of Death, The True Story of a Crime Scene Detective. He's definitely fascinated by death because just four of the chapter titles have death in it. But I wanted to talk to you about one case because we all kind of fancy ourselves as people that would love to be detectives and, and, and figure something out. So, so take us through one of your crime scenes i know you wrote a chapter about the church lady so fill us in kind of start to finish you you hear about um a van i believe it was that's in a parking lot of a church and kind of take us through it and how you solve that riddle all right um police got a call uh, a washington post back this is back in the day when the washington post got delivered at four o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. um washington post delivery man is driving through a neighborhood down by fort belvoir and it's a snowy night. It had snowed the previous day, and all of this snow and ice was frozen in the parking lot in a church. As he approaches uh, intersection, the lights on his car illuminate a body lying in the parking lot. He drives over to it, gets out of the van, goes over and looks at the victim, realizes you know she didn't slip and fall, she's not unconscious. Something really god-awful bad has happened. So this is back in the days before people had cell phones. He jumps out of the van, he runs across the street, he starts knocking on doors. And again, you know, it's really early in the morning. And so it finally gets somebody to come to the door. They call the police. Patrol officers arrive. <clears throat> they see the body, and so they call homicide and crime scene. In the meantime, other patrol officers are doing a perimeter search around this church. And about a quarter of a mile away, off into the woods, they see a car has run into a tree. Um, they don't approach the car, but they can see that the driver's side window is either rolled down or broken and that nobody is around the car. And they don't see any footprints coming out of the car into the snow. They find another car about a quarter of a mile away. That car is in a ditch, kind of turned sideways. And inside on the driver's seat, they can see an empty holster but the car is all locked up. So myself and a homicide detective, we get there at the scene, 
and my partner, Andy Johnson, he and I are the crime scene detectives, and, and we're responsible for collecting all the evidence. In the meantime, patrol officers are running the tags of the car that's in the trees and the car that's found in the ditch. So you got a and car in the trees, out, a car in the ditch, and you got a dead body. Correct. Um, the victim has obviously been shot a number of times. She's uh, got a, a number of um, bullet entry and exit holes, and she has an obvious wound, a bullet wound to her face. Um, we process the scene and find two cartridge casings uh, there, n- not too far from the victim. Uh, then we go on and we move to the car that's in the woods. We look inside there and we find a number of other cartridge casings, a broken window. And on the passenger side of that car, there is a pool of water about knee deep. And the ice had formed over top of this pool. And there was a, a break in the ice where it looked like somebody had come out of the passenger side of the car, stepped on the ice. Their foot had punctured a hole into the ice. And then they stepped on the ice and walked away. And there was a fine powdery residue of snow on top of the ice. And you could see very clearly two boot impressions. About this time, we heard that the homicide detective was at the um, nearby police station interviewing the owner of the car that had the um, Mm -hmm. holster in it. Mm. And so we're going, okay, well, that, that must be somebody who had something to do with this. So we went to the station, and I told the homicide detective, hey, look, we need to collect this guy's clothing his jacket, and take a look at his boots and see if they match the boot impressions we saw at the scene. And sure enough, they did. Same kind of uh, boot pattern. We collected his jacket, his uh, black leather jacket, and um, then we went back to the scene, collected the car. There were some more cartridge casings in the car. That car turned out to belong to the dead victim. And then we went back to the uh, suspect's car with the holster in it, and inside that car, in addition to the holster, we found another cartridge casing, but it was a different manufacturer than the cartridge casings we found in the victim's car and the cartridge casings we found at the scene where the, the victim was lying in the parking lot. Over time, we were able to put all of this together and show that this particular suspect, his name was Gary Asa Donahue, He was responsible for this murder, and this is a case where there were no witnesses to the shooting. Donahue never gave the homicide detective anything that was incriminating, and it was all solved by forensic science. And during the course of the the, um, trial, um, I had to testify about all of this forensic evidence, and it all came together very, very well. Jeff, let me ask you a question. I always talk about this sort of hypothetical, and I'm always amazed that people think they can get away with crimes. Um, I used to say, if you wanted to commit a murder, now just this is kind of dark, but just work with me. You'd have to oh, kill. This a, book's dark. You got You got to kill a stranger. You can't have a connection to it. Um, I don't know how you'd get rid of the body. I don't know. Light it on fire. I don't know what you'd do. But today, with cameras and everything, everywhere, ubiquitous. Can you yeah. can you actually if if it's properly investigated, can you actually commit like the perfect murder today in twenty twenty four? Well, aren't no, there unsolved murders all the time? I know, but maybe they're not properly investigated. You know what I mean with full well, resources. Yes, there, there's there's always 
the unsolved murder. However, what you need to understand is the police never forget. They're always, we have cold case uh, mm-hmm. investigators who take these cases that have been unsolved for years, and they're always rattling the bushes, always trying to find something to, to, to bring this to, to a conclusion. And forensic science is always changing. Back in the day, when I first started in the crime scene section, there's no such thing as DNA analysis. Right. Now they can do DNA on a single cell. Yeah. And so, you know, technology has, has increased a lot. The other thing you need to realize is this device I'm talking to you with right now, the cell phone, mm-hmm. the cell phone and the computer is the greatest boon to forensic science and law enforcement investigation since the, the, the discovery that fingerprints were unique to all human beings. Because the things that people do on their phone, the messages that they send back and forth it busts on their you computer, every time, right? It, 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 it gives an indication, uh, like a time capsule, of what people do when they do it. And, and so for law enforcement, it's a great way to look back in time and see what people have been doing. You need to get that burner phone, EB. So can get you, real phone. So can you can, can, if I wanted to, just to, I was a devilish kind of guy, and I just wanted to taunt the police, you know, like these old serial killers would. I mean, can you really get away with that today? Well, you can get away with the taunting, but we're going to track you down, and we're probably going to find you at some point. Right. You know, you have, you know, we're going to talk to people that know you. We're going to talk to people who used to know you. We're going to be able to find out things that you searched on the Internet to try and figure things out. Um, all that stuff gets recorded, and over time, you know, uh, good investigators will be able to, to put it all together. Even if Jeff, you're using that- incognito? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry? Even if you're using Google incognito? See, he doesn't, know he doesn't know about it. Now, you'd be surprised at what somebody can find out. Um, they, the, the guys who invented incognito, they know how to uninvent it. Right. They know how to, to bust it open. Right. Jeff, so that being said, um, you have a whole uh, chapter about the D.C. sniper case, which you were involved with uh, right. just over 20 years ago. Uh, and obviously, but that was like the prime of our career. Terrified the the city. I remember driving by the Home Depot. You were probably yeah. right there investigating, yeah. right? So if yeah. so, Jeff, if if street cameras were more prevalent then, and I yeah. don't even know if they were, but I assume they weren't. Would would that case have been solved a lot sooner? I assume it would have been. Well, I mean, only <clears throat> if the street camera picked up the actual shooter right and then you could follow him and get, as he gets into his car and then see the license plate on the car yeah that that would have worked but going back after malvo and muhammad were identified and arrested mm-hmm. we then went to all the stores around those mm-hmm. particular areas even not just in the washington metropolitan area but in all the other cases across the country that they were involved in and we could pull video from all mm-hmm. kinds of different places and sure enough we found them doing stuff you know they in their car they didn't throw away a lot of stuff and so they had a lot of receipts from purchases that they had made and on the receipt they stamped the name and address of a store the time that they were there we would go to the store pull the video and sure enough you could see them in there walking around right you could see them shoplifting stuff or or paying so for how stuff. long did you know it was them before you caught them uh, only 24 hours. Okay. Um, that was a, a situation that occurred and that law enforcement, uh, a, a number of things all occurred on the very same day. 
Um, Malvo's fingerprint got identified in reference to a shooting in Montgomery, Alabama. And that information led to the fact that Malvo and his mother had been arrested in Tacoma, Washington, because they were illegal immigrants. Mm. FBI contacted the authorities there, and they told them a story about Malvo um, being with Mohammed. FBI then ran Mohammed's name to see if he had a vehicle. They had recently purchased the Chevy Caprice, and they had registered in, in New Jersey, and so it had a tag number. And so there came a time when the task force had all of that information, and they were didn't want to release it to the press immediately because then – you know, the bad guys would hear that because they were monitoring TV and radio and reading the newspapers. If they released that, then, you know, Malvo and Muhammad would have just got and stolen uh, another license plate, put it on their car, and we had been back to zero. Mm -hmm. So they hung on to that information for 24 hours, and then they decided to release it. And we got lucky in that um, they were asleep in mm -hmm. a, uh, rest, a rest area yeah. and, was not and was noticed by a truck driver. He called the police, and the whole cavalry came in there and got him very quickly. Was that Myersville, Maryland? It was, was outside that? of Frederick, I think. Outside somewhere. of Frederick, right? Yeah. Exactly. Myersville, Maryland. Myersville, yep. Maryland. Yep. All right, Jeff, well, thanks so much for the time, and thanks for sending us copies of the book. It's A Life of Death, the true story of a crime scene detective. A lot of stories in there. Yeah, a lot of great local stories, uh, including the sniper, the, the shooting at the CIA that he was a part of, and much, much more. You can go to Amazon.com and wherever books are sold. Thanks again, and thanks for listening for 20 years. We appreciate that. Hey, thank you very much for putting me on, guys. I really appreciate this. Thanks again. Yep. All right. Nice cool. talk to see you, Jeff. Again, the book is A Bye. Life of Death, The True Story of a Crime Scene Detective. You can get that at Amazon.com. When we come back, we'll get into EB's entertainment page next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Time now for EB's entertainment page, and it has a sponsor. Oh. Sponsored segment. It's driven, Cakes. It is driven by BMW <laughs> yes. Fairfax. I don't have it in front Here, of me. Ricky, doesn't really matter. Sam told me I don't have to read this, but 
Uh, he's going to say that every time. Well, Probably. I mean, you guys think I have to read this particular no, thing. No, he's just setting you. He's, he is being John Stockton. You're supposed to be yeah, the mailman. You're supposed to finish. I'm going to deliver. <laughs> I'm going to give a great promo. I've been working with BMW Fairfax for over 15 years. They, they make the greatest vehicles in the world. Go over there and talk to my guy, Mike Walker. He'll take care of you. You get a 5 Series, 7 Series. Uh, you get a used vehicle, whatever you want. I say they treat you like a rock star. JP thinks that's a different connotation. To me, that means you get the best service. You're getting VIP treatment. You get VIP treatment. Somebody so. say VIP. It's Brett. Mm-hmm. But I'm not kidding. Or VIP. Go get, hit them up. And if nothing, just go take it for a test drive and see for yourself. Um, all right. The more Super Bowl fallout or just sort of details. By the way, are you doing laptop and iPad today? <laughs> I just noticed. Yeah, no, it's just a, it's a, it's an iPad we got. I'm just kind of playing with it. He's got all kinds of stuff going on over there. But he hates Apple. Computers. I don't really like Apple, but this works better with my launch monitor. Mm. To be honest with you, um, I've purchased so many Apple products, not for me, but for my daughters. No, and my I know. Wife. Believe me, we got a house full of them, but I don't like them. Apple. Uh, so Super Bowl ratings. We talked about it. Over 123 million. Some people are saying, is it the Taylor Swift effect? Whatever. Uh, who knows? What I found interesting is, is this is kind of what Jason was touching on earlier when we talked about this. So. Uh, 123 million, but they're they're thinking the network says over 200 million watched at least part of the game. Um, and Did that it makes spike sense. during the halftime show. I don't know. I think sometimes it's it actually spikes during the halftime show. Probably. I know. I was talking to a dentist that I met at church. He was a retired dentist, and uh, he said he was going to watch part of the game. But, you know, he didn't have any allegiance to either team. So I think that's what maybe happens with some older people or people. That, mm-hmm. You know, they'll check it out. Yeah. But they're not necessarily going to watch the whole thing. Um, They've also changed the way. I also read that Nielsen changed the way that they calculate mm-hmm. ratings out of home ratings. Mm-hmm. So they're figuring out. So X amount. X amount are, are in bars. restaurants and bars. And they factor that. Depends on what, this, what city they're in. Uh, I think it's it's market depending. Right. But they, they do calculate people. I guess it's a general number of people that are out in bars and restaurants. But so it is amazing if you think kind of historically. <clears throat> when we were kids and they used to put out the numbers, and look, this is pre-cable, like when we were really young, mm-hmm. the World Series would have more viewers than the Super Bowl. And over time, the NFL just got more and more popular. I think by the time we were like teenagers in the 80s, mm-hmm. the NFL was more popular than Major League Baseball. But just looking back at the historical numbers of viewers mm-hmm. watching the Super Bowl, like 20 years ago, it was like 50 million less. Mm-hmm. No, it's crazy. But, it, but we talked about how, you know, every year it's like, what, 94 of the top 100 uh, highest rated shows. shows are NFL related or NFL games. And I heard somebody bring up, too, that the halftime show got bigger when... Fox did a counter programming, and I'd kind of forgotten about that. That one of the Super Bowls, Fox said, "Hey, during halftime, come watch in Living Color or whatever mm-hmm. they were." That doing. bombed. No, that so, drew like thirty so million then, viewers. So then the NFL said, "Oh, we got to counter the counter programming. Let's start having these big time halftime shows that'll keep the eyeballs on mm-hmm. us." Versus going to an opposing network. Well, why don't they just do a quick fifteen minute halftime and then it's not an issue? You get enough time to go poop and uh, if, you know, if the Commanders were in the Super Bowl, we would all have been at in Vegas, correct? 
Probably. I mean, the the company would have would the company have se- sent us maybe. Maybe. the commanders. I'm, I'm going maybe. Drabby, what's your thought on that? I'm not sure. I really probably have a but big party. But I would pay my own way. I would pay my yeah. own way to be out there. I mean, the station would have a massive presence there. I would I pay think my the own morning way show would be there. I would pay my own way to be there. Of course, I'm not necessarily. Pay, I'm not paying. Would you, grand would for you a be at the game? Yeah, would, I don't know. I don't care. No, but I'm I would be. I would be there for the for week lead up. 100. percent I've been to one Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know if it was a famous person or not, but I saw yesterday that there was a guy who either on TikTok or Instagram posted a picture of himself at the game in the second quarter. Yeah, and his seats weren't. They weren't terrible. It wasn't right. upper deck. Right. But then he posted a picture of himself in the third quarter on his sofa, and he said, the view's better at home. Oh, he didn't like it? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that, too. I, I, I believe that. I believe Was that. it a famous person? Or I don't was know. Just like I can't remember. Some guy grabbing ADs. Not sure. Well, so, we, you know, obviously, Taylor Swift, big part of this. I think Jay, or Drabby said she officially got, like, 12, you know, 12 camera shots. They were quick. Um, and whatever. She, she's, it's not her fault that the camera's obsessed with her. Um, hey, I joked that they were actually doing shots of Miles Teller because he was in the booth. Was he in the booth? I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> I didn't my lively. And I said this earlier in the program, and I want you to refute me. You can call in in the next break or two. I know we got a game. Or you could you could tweet me at EB Junkies. It refu- figure out, explain to me how this happened. I My guess is that Travis Kelsey got no... Uh, victory buns because she flew out at 5 a.m. and there's more than just that. She was there with well, all her friends on. with Blake Lively and her best friend. She brought her parents there. They're partying with the parents. All right, well, hold on a second. When is the victory buns? Hold on. Yeah. You don't know when they got to the club. What if they went back to the hotel, got dressed and everything? Yeah, freshen up. And they got freshened up and then they, they okay. hit it if and then think, they went to the club. If you think that that's what you think they, they did? went right from Allegiant Stadium to the club? Took a shower? Probably, yeah. I mean, probably pretty quickly. Was he still wearing a shorty Isn't it possible they went back to the hotel first? Maybe, but so you think they just knocked out a quickie, All right, hold a five minutes? What time did the game end Vegas time? Don't know. 8.30-ish? 8.30. All right, so they, they had... They were, yeah, they were they there until 5. They the could have got there at 12. Yeah, but the game ended at 8.30, but they're doing all the on-field okay. stuff, all the interview stuff, Locker room. all the press conference all right, but stuff. You're, but you're telling me it's impossible they went back to the I'm hotel I'm not first. saying it's impossible, but I'm saying I'm betting. <laughs> 51-49, I'm betting there was no victory buns. You're weirdly no obsessed with right, whether well, they taxed You're still it giving it a 49% chance. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, I think it's more likely than not they... And I'm stunned by Maybe this. they're waiting till marriage and they haven't oh, hit it at all. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's you know what? That's a good answer. answer. Hey, wouldn't that wouldn't that solidify their relationship even more? Maybe that that she flew all the way from Tokyo for no dingling, right? <laughs> well, they for, might have for, done for it just before, support. Yeah, maybe before the game, but after the game, he's got his post game responsibilities. Yeah, she's got her parents there. All right, but that her didn't take all night. There, her celebrity friends there. Did she say, "Hey, uh, is she as crass as like a Kardashian?" Who like in these shows? Who says oh, we're gonna go uh, make a baby in the bathroom real quick? My guess would be. I don't think that happened. My guess would be right. at least that it... happened on the Kardashian show. Did you know that? No, I don't watch the Kardashians. Neither did I, but JP was telling me. <laughs> All I'm saying is there was eight or nine hours between the uh, end of the game Mahomes and they... throwing the touchdown right. till they were leaving the club. When when they did... could have easily done. Well, something. also when did when does her flight leave? 
It left at 5 a.m. Vegas time. And also, I thought she they showed it. video of them like making out on the dance floor at like 5 a.m. Right, and then so, she went to the airport. All right, so maybe they left an hour after that. Okay. Yeah. okay maybe. And also, there could have been saying, pre, there, no there could have been pregame buns because she landed in LAX on Saturday. No, no that I agree with. Yeah. That I 100% agree with. What, what time easier. are they doing walkthroughs and everything? I'm, I'm sure. No, I don't know. I, I they think, were out on the field pretty pre-game early. Pre-game buns, I would say may, way more no, likely. Pre-day, too, because pre-day, she yes. got there Saturday. 100%. What about halftime buns? This is long halftime. No. Yeah, right. no size for Usher. That's where Andy Reid has to step in and say, <laughs> no halftime right. buns. Oh, Andy Reid, the same guy who he basically body slammed? Yeah. I would, if, I, yeah. if I were Andy Reid, I'd say, you did nothing in the first half. You can't crush it during halftime. You won't have your and last. I think because they won the Super Bowl, he was not villainized for that. So many players would have been villainized yeah. for that, especially hey. if they lost. I agree. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, he, he can't do pregame buns because he was so angry, right? Yeah. If, he was well, very okay, angry. maybe but <laughs> he wouldn't I'm be so he wouldn't be explain. so angry if he if he That's got pregame point. buns. That's a very good point. No, By I, the way, he had one catch for one yard after legs. the bump. He, he had eight more catches eight. for like ninety He's yards. He's not going to have that after he crushes it. He's not going to have any energy left. He's going to want to go to sleep. Listen. I was, I'm going to say he had pre-day bun whenever she arrived, buns, and then that satisfied the need so that after the game they could just party together and then they didn't have to worry about the I'm buns because they were already not very out. pent up and angry. Yeah, very so pent up, just, very angry. That's why I don't it. think no. pregame. Uh, Drabby, are you team of Valdez or team EB? As, as Mickey said, women weaken legs. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the theory. I think you're the only one obsessed with whether or not they smashed and when <laughs> yeah. they did. I am, I am obsessed. She's with her parents. She's I think you also friends. probably have the timeline. Yeah, but she has her own penthouse suite. I don't think I she's do. Staying. Like she, she acts like she's splitting yeah. a room with her parents. Yeah, yeah. No, but she has her own, own suite. I think it's a. I think when you win the Super Bowl, it's a nonstop party. There, nobody's going back to the room and chilling for an well, hour. Why can he fly how with her for know? a day? Yeah, he he has no know. idea. Just celebrate. I just know how celebrate. <laughs> they shower. They change. No idea. Okay, I just all right. Well, when the Cats won the Stanley Cup, you know what they did? They got on a bus. With the Stanley Cup, and they went right to yeah. Hakkasan, and they were doing this with the exactly. cup. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they? Sh- they're showering and changing in the locker room, so there's no need for Travis to go I'm back to well, whatever Bellagio. That doesn't to mean shower. they didn't. I, I would want to bet my money on this. I bet, bet your money and find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I contact Taylor Swift's PR. You hate Taylor people. Swift. You're angry about the times they show her on TV. Yet you want to know exactly when they had sex. And, <laughs> well, and, and, because and, it's interesting to me. Well, I know that's you, you like you. You're into her, just like everyone else. I'm not into her. I think she's beat. Juice. I think no. she's got the world's tiniest head and the longest legs. You're I, obsessed with her sex life. I like sex life stories. That's funny to me. That's interesting. All right, when we come back, we're going to give you a chance to win Luke Bryan tickets. We're going to play an impromptu game. You can fill up the lines right now. What Eight, is it? 800 636 1067. JP yeah, yeah, will like this go. one. Country star or, or drives a fast car. Okay. It's a take on a Russian politician or, or uh, NHL, NHL or a Russian politician. Right, I like it. So, so it's, either just, so it's like Max Verstappen. No, no. It's either a NASCAR <laughs> or country star. Yeah, NASCAR. It, yeah, okay. so 800-636-1067. We've got a pair of tickets. Or to country see star. Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live. You can call to possibly win. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Right now, up for grabs right now, a pair of tickets to Luke Bryan's Mind of a Country Boy Tour 2024, Saturday, June 22nd at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale right now. For tickets and more event info, go to thefandc.com slash events. These tickets are courtesy of Live Nation. We're going to play Country Star or Drives a Fast Car. If you guess correctly, you win the Luke Bryan tickets. How many tickets easy? do we have to give away? We have one pair. Oh, just one pair. By the way, you know that there's a rumor that Beyonce may be putting out potentially a country. I did hear that, yes. I'm out on that. <laughs> I mean, Why? You were for it with Darius Rucker? It is more country to me than Beyonce. I don't think there's anything country about Beyonce. <laughs> now, maybe she grew up in, I don't even know where she grew Houston. up. Houston. Texas, yeah. She's a Texas so girl. So maybe she's a country girl. She's right? a great Darius singer. Rucker. No, I know, but Darius Rucker at least was from South Carolina. Grew up. Mm-hmm. That was his influence. That was his bit. Well, Texas sounds pretty country yeah, to me Texas too. Texas is pretty country. Like, pretty country. Okay, does she strike? Is anything country about Beyonce to you? At Seems this point? pretty cosmopolitan post, like, at this point. But maybe post, she like looks, sixteen years. She's old. experimenting. Okay. Sometimes people experiment. If Taylor can do country, then pop. Why can't Beyonce do pop? Then country. Sure. Okay, I'm just saying to you, this guy, Eric Carlton Bickle, out on Beyonce's country. <laughs> I'm out on all countries. So. <laughs> I'm out on most country. <laughs> oh. All right, who's up first for go to, country star or drives a fast car? Go to Mike in Bristow. Hey, Mike. in blind cakes. Hi, right, Mike. Country star hey, or drives a fast car? Oh. Chase Briscoe. <sighs> drives a fast car. Winner yeah. drives fast. I'm a winner too. I was going to guess. NASCAR. I would have got that. He's going to see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Luke Live. Congrats. Is that dude any good? I have no idea. Yeah, he's an NASCAR I just, I just Googled a bunch of country stars <laughs> right, what's, what's your next or drives one? fast cars guys. Uh, how about Jackson Dean? That's country it. Star one drives t- a fast that car. sounds like a country star. That's country. It is a country star. And a uh, fun fact about him <laughs> born in Odenton, Maryland. Well, he's not, he can't be that good. Ja- I don't know anything about him. Jackson Dean. Jackson Dean. All right, I have another one for you. All right. Country star Put drives Mike a fast hold, car. <laughs> uh, Bailey Zimmerman. Country star or drives a fast I car? I mean, I know That's him. a driver. No, fast not. Car. It's a country star, 100%. Religiously. I mean, believe me, I know a bunch of his songs. He's silly. Oh, all right, well. EB is correct. That is a country He's star. He's actually one of my new faves. His, uh, some of his hits include Never Coming Home Ryan's and, and You Don't Want cousin. That Smoke. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> I'm not with that, that. I know. Isn't that also a podcast with uh, Steven Jackson? Up in yeah. Smoke? Might be I have no smoke? idea. I'm, I'm, not, like I'm not aware something. of his podcast no work. Idea. All right. Uh, one more. Justin Moore. Country star drives a fast I'm gonna car. I'm going to say NASCAR. NASCAR. Country. Country star. His hits include Small Town USA and Bait a Hook. 
Those sound like country titles to me. He also plays shooting guard for Villanova. He also uh, does that, too. There's um, you guys got to watch. I know no one's a NASCAR fan. I wasn't a NASCAR fan seven days ago. Right. But you know how Netflix got you. They, that NASCAR show, it's called Full Speed. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really good. It's better when did it than, come it's, out? It's like a week ago. It's oh, better shit. than a lot of those other documentaries they've put out because it's really a lot of raw emotion from, mm-hmm. the, from the drivers. Right. And I, they make it simple to understand. Like, to me as an outsider, I didn't know anything about how the point stuff worked. Mm-hmm. They explain, they take you through the playoff race each race. It's really interesting. And, uh, I think I would like it. So you think I'd I like think it? you would. I think everybody who, who's a competitive I think sports I would like fan it. would like it. I watch it. all those, uh, the Hillbillies racing cars and all that. I think I would like it. You love it. I think I'll What's be. What's the guy, your favorite street guy? racer. The street no. racer. What's his name? He came yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah. The dude yeah. from JJ the Boss. JJ the Boss. All those guys. I still watch There's a new documentary called Lover, Stalker, Killer. Have you watched that yet? I have not. Nope. I saw Sounds the promo. intriguing, though. It's only an hour and a half. So it's just a, it's a one-hour documentary, maybe an hour and a half. Who's it about? I don't know. I've been, I just saw it. I was telling you, boys, you guys are sleeping on True Detective. I'm yes. It's now Tuesday. Five today, I Rick. get it. It comes out Sunday night. Nobody mm-hmm. watched it on Sunday, but I watched it yesterday. Actually, Strong. it came out Friday. They, oh, they really? Had, yeah, they, they had a whole promo. Saying it was going to come Did out not Friday. know it was well, coming out before Super Bowl. I watched it on Friday. So we all slept. The, uh, I, I watched it yesterday. Is your theory still intact, by the way? I have no idea. Even, I don't even know what his theory was. To be honest with you. You forgot what know. it was? No, no. I don't know what's going on in it's this It's very show. confusing. It's actually, you were making fun of me. Right, let me ask it's you actually, this. the show sucks. You were making let me fun ask of you me this. for that. Is there, a, <laughs> is there a tie-in with season one? No. There's not one not tie that I'm in. aware of. What do you mean a tie-in? What about like, that little logo, that sign? That's from and the, the dad. They're yes, just re- they, 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 oh, they're, I'm they're sure they do make reference. Yeah, they're just that. reusing but stuff not from a, season but one. But it's not a significant no. tie-in. No, Nick Pizzolato, whatever his name is, is Rick. That they keep tying stuff into season one. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he not involved in this He's one? Not. No. Well, he was the plagiarist anyway, right? I mean, I don't care. He created a still, silly yeah. show. Still pretty good. <laughs> he can plagiarize all he wants. Yeah, he's a silly he, show. Maybe he didn't write this one. I that. think the acting is really good. The, the score, like the scene, like all this was good. But it's very confusing. And I think sometimes a couple of the characters to me look very similar. And I have to go, is that the sister or is that the daughter? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm going to watch. I'll, I'll get caught up today. My son watched it. He said he had. It's going to have trouble sleeping after episode five. Oh, that really? tells me well, actually, it's going to be good. I, oh. Actually, now my wife ended up falling asleep, but we watched True Detective together. And then she said, she said this in the past, not last night. But can you put something light on after it? Yeah, yeah that's my Because it'll haunt too. you to sleep. So, so I watch Curb after that. Sometimes my move is I'll put on something just butt disturbing. And my wife's like, can we watch something like some levity before I go to sleep so I don't have freaking nightmares. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'll pop on, like, uh, I'll pop on, like, Triton, Triton high-level poker. Like, just, just what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> old YouTube put videos to sleep. of WSOP main event final tables. Right. Riveting. The season started out good. Now it stinks. <laughs> I still like it. A lot it. of people piling on True I do Detective. The only thing that it is, there's a formula, though, that you almost... You just have to watch the last five minutes of every episode. Like the whole well, episode's you know filler, gonna and then there's going to be a hook. Right? I don't the last time. curveballs. If this was a crab cake, the majority <laughs> of it would be filler. No, yeah. don't say that. There's a lot of filler. There's silly jumbo lump at the end of this one. Though. I don't like the fact that it's all dark. <laughs> it is dark. It will, I don't the way they shoot it, you mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like. Uh, Night I mean, country. I'll I don't like the, that. I'll go in the basement and I'll turn all the lights off and the screen will be butt dark. You can barely and I'll see be it. Lu- no, I'll be lucky to not fall asleep <laughs> right. 30 minutes in. You still not watch- because it's bad content, but because of 
the aesthetics of watching. Are you still it. watching on a teeny TV down no, there? No, I watch in the basement, Rick. No, but I know. Didn't you have a small TV down that's there? That's in my. That's in my kitchen. No, no, but like you had like a forty-two inch. No, he upgraded. I have a, six, I have a sixty-five or seventy-eight. Right, Sixty-five's minimum now. Yeah, I need. To, I probably need bigger. Yeah, you got a big but what ass basement. Yeah, eighty-five er. I guess I could do that. Yeah, just have it. Eighty-five ers <laughs> are cheap. Haven't done it. You still have the silly Pelly down there. Yes. Doesn't get a lot of use, but that's I still have it. That's a great story. Yeah. He's just lying. Yeah, takes the king of white lies. That's why I've now taken my Pelly uh, account private. For those that don't know, Cakes private. was lying about it. How many use. times he was using yeah, the Peloton? I got busted, yeah. and the listener busted. Him. Yeah. So you're no longer. I'll tell you, I don't use mine. You're no longer mine privy to my there. workout schedule. Sorry, Cakes is the king of those white lies. He's like, I don't know. Use it. Two, three two times or three a week. Two or three times a week. I, just didn't, I didn't know. Realize two or three times in a year. All the breadcrumbs are out there for people. <laughs> I love classic cakes, though. I yeah. haven't used mine since like 2022, maybe. Well, you know what else? Their stock price reflects it. Yeah. Boom. Oh, really? On the cliff. Yeah. 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 Well, everybody's stock price is going down today. Well, today's, you know, give back day. <laughs> it is a Sometimes these things happen. All right. What are you going to do? All right. We got to get out of here. We are done for the day. We will see you again tomorrow. Our friends, B. Mitch and Finley. Coming up next right here on 106.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.